Welcome to the Professional Website Investor Podcast, the show where we talk about what it takes to successfully buy, operate, scale, and sell a thriving e-commerce business. When it comes to doing business online, we believe that buying an existing website is far superior to building one from scratch. So if you're a career professional who's looking to become an e-commerce store owner, listening to this show will give you the knowledge, tools, and community support you need to be successful. I'm your host, Ryan Cowden, and this week we're joined by Ian Bond from ProfessionalWebsiteInvestors.com. In this episode of the Professional Website Investor Podcast, Ian and I discuss why you should consider high-ticket dropshipping as your online business model. On this episode, we conclude our three-part series on Ian Bond's online investment framework. On episode 19, Ian shared the seven factors that comprise his framework for assessing online businesses. On episode 20, Ian applied that framework to six actual online business models. Through both of these episodes, our focus was on building a common framework and vocabulary to be able to talk about different business models. Now, on episode 21, we focus our attention on the business model that scored the highest in Ian's rankings. Coming in first place with a score of 9 out of 10, there are many reasons why you should consider high-ticket dropshipping for your online investments. The way markets function now, high-ticket dropshipping allows you to compete with large chains add value to your customers, and sell quality products you believe in. On this episode, you'll hear why high-ticket dropshipping is a good model for the current business climate. It's tough to compete with the low prices and high competition found on Amazon and in large chains. It's better to focus on more expensive products that you can add value to. Next, we'll cover the high dollar margins found in high-ticket dropshipping. Whether you are paid in dollar amounts or as a percentage of the sale, the high margins you gain can empower you and your business in many ways. Then we'll discuss how you can add value to your goods. It's important to establish yourself as an authority in your niche and provide services to your customers that they won't get in other places. After that, we'll talk about the sources of website traffic you'll have access to, which include paid and organic traffic. We will also discuss why brand connections are so valuable. Focusing on more expensive goods can lead to a higher degree of brand loyalty than there is on goods that people only want for inexpensive amounts. And finally, we'll discuss the fact that this model is less popular than other models these days, and why that means less competition for you. There's a lot of actionable advice in this episode, so grab something to write with because you're going to want to take notes. As always, I'll be back on the other side to wrap up any loose ends. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Ian Bond. All right, Ian Bond, welcome back. It's great to see you again. Hey Ryan, uh, you know we've got uh, we, we've got a, a great topic today, so I'm I'm excited to dive into this with you. We've uh, now are in our uh, third episode in a in a series that links to an infographic we have on our site that we created, um, which basically goes back, uh, you know, to kind of uh, five years ago when I started my e-commerce journey, and I wanted to put a framework on how to evaluate online business models and where our, you know, I would ultimately end up investing. And so we started uh, uh, a couple of episodes ago talking about a framework to think of online business models from the perspective of a career professional or a corporate executive like myself. And uh, then, you know, last uh, episode, we actually ranked online business models using those prejudices that I have mm. and perspectives that I have. And now today we're going to talk about high ticket drop shipping. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to tell you fun. how I got how I how I got there. Yeah, I, I'm excited. You know, because the last episode we we kind of jumped around and, and covered six different models, and and today 
deep dive on, on one business model. So I think there's going to be a lot to, to take away. Um, yeah. But first of all, so, let's, yeah. Yeah. So again, let me just mention to everyone that's listening that, you know, we will have a much more, um, a much more lengthy conversation that uh, we're going to make available to people that want to listen to, you know, kind of a longer narrative on the pros and cons of the business models that we evaluated, as well as the the, the framework, which is really meant to be a, a starting point and a conversation starter for people. We're going to have a much, you know, a much uh, deeper dive into all of that, um, which is not appropriate for a podcast, but that uh, you can get ultimately in the next month or so from on the website. So professionalwebsiteinvestors.com. You know, we'll have that available for people that really want to uh, uh, dive deeper into at least hear my, you know, my take on the different business models and, you know, really the framework also. Okay, great. So, so I'd kind of like to start with just kind of the big picture um, sure. you gave out of all the business models that you ranked, you gave high ticket drop shipping, the highest score, you gave it a nine out of 10. Um, and I, I'd kind of like to start with just, you know, big picture. Why, why does high ticket drop shipping get such a high score? Uh, in, in what what frame of reference are you using to to give such a high value to that business model? Okay, Ryan. So you know, as you know, I have a bit of a background in corporate strategy, and I like to think of things in you know kind of a framework. Um, uh, you know, makes things you know easier for me to evaluate. And when I look at the online retail landscape, I think of it as a big pyramid, another pyramid. Um, and, you know, kind of at the low end of the price range, um, Amazon's going to sell you everything. Okay. So pick a dollar price, but underneath that, you're going to either, you know, get it on the way home or it's going to be delivered to you by Amazon. Amazon now has where this is the, uh, second quarter of 2019 and Amazon has, um, Within 80% of the disposable income in the United States, Amazon has a warehouse, which means that they could probably get you something within a couple of hours. So that's where we are at today. I think it's probably the case that that will, is an unassailable advantage that no one will be able to match. Um, you know, I'll put a couple of asterisks around that because I think there are some, some uh, interesting options. You know, you know, it's talked about that not only uh, is Amazon going to deliver things to you that are the staples in your life, they're also going to now, now start to sell you, uh, send you at some point things that they're going to suggest to you and just send them to you hmm. randomly. And if you like them, keep them. If you don't, just send them back to Amazon. And now they're going to they're going to broaden the relationship. So that's the, the base of the triangle. Now, what Amazon is not good at is providing a lot of information. Look at an Amazon listing, and I don't know how many characters, you know, there's probably somebody that knows this, but how many characters and pictures Amazon will allow you to have uh, if you have a listing on Amazon, but it's not very good. In fact, Amazon themselves uh, says, look, this is the listing, and other people that bought this also bought this. And so... They don't give you a whole lot of information. So the next layer up in terms of the hierarchy in the retail world 
is a hierarchy that requires more information. And these are goods that are priced, let's say, you know, $100 or $200 on the low end, maybe even lower, to maybe 500 bucks on the high end. And they're, 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 they're handled by uh, Amazon affiliate sites. Um, a lot of times these products are sold on Amazon, but they, they just need more of an explanation. I'll give you two great examples from my own life in the last you know, couple of weeks. I bought a pair of um, uh, Bluetooth, uh, a Bluetooth headset, wireless Bluetooth headset. I don't know what the most recent one is. Mm-hmm. Don't know which one I should buy. It wasn't incredibly expensive. I bought a cheapo one, but I didn't know which one to buy. So I went to YouTube and I searched and I saw one. And the other thing I bought was a GoPro camera. Somebody told me to go, we're going to go on a family vacation. I wanted to, we have some family things. I wanted to get a GoPro camera. What's the good one right now? What's the latest one? Is it worth it? Go to YouTube, search it, and buy it through the Amazon link. And maybe for those two purchases, which were $100 and maybe $400, I may have watched three videos. It didn't take a lot to get me to pull out my credit card. Okay. So that's the that's the middle slice of the pyramid. Now, some point, five hundred dollars maybe and up, certainly north of a thousand, north of two thousand, where Americans will still pull out their credit card really quickly, mm-hmm. they require more information. All right. And here you have an opportunity, and this is where we strive to operate. And this is where, you know, you want to have the best uh, uh, product page on the in- internet. You want to have the best collection page on the internet. You want to have the best brand page on the internet. You want to have helpful content like things like buyer's guides, installation guides. And, you know, Amazon and Walmart and Home Depot and Sears, they're not around anymore. None of these guys are ever going to compete up in this neighborhood. So this is entirely, you know, this is my territory. And this is 2019. And I don't think in 2025 it's going to be any different. I just don't think they have any desire or ability to go there. And so, you know, we can establish ourselves as niche authorities uh, in, you know, these areas and provide those things and, you know, Americans will get a credit card out and we're dealing with, you know, upper middle class, which in America doesn't require that high of an income. Uh, and you can earn, you know, great margins by specializing in, you know, that, you know, kind of, um, you know, with, with, you know, that kind of a product set. Okay. So with that being the overall framework for, um, you know, the way I think the retail world boils down, I think that, High ticket drop shipping is, you know, really an attractive place, you know, for for you know someone to to to, to operate. And you know, like I said, it's going to have a, a an amazing longevity. And I'll be happy to dive into some things that I think are incredibly attractive about you know that strategy. Okay, great. Well, let's do the dive in. So, so one of the things that you pointed out that's really positive is is just the high dollar margins. Um, yeah. So where do the high dollar margins come from in dropshipping? Yeah. Well, so, so you know, um, dro- uh, 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 high ticket dropshipping, a high ticket is the price. And even with the, you know, uh, you know often uh, um, maligned uh, low percentage margins, 
if you're selling something for a thousand or two thousand dollars, even at ten or fifteen percent, you're earning a very nice profit on each sale. And you know, you know, if you're earning a hundred dollars or more per sale, you're doing quite well. I mean, when you wake up in the morning and check your iPad like I do, and you see five to fifteen sales come in, and you can do the math in your head. You know, that's yeah. a very nice thing. Yeah. And and so, um, again, uh, we mentioned this on uh, the last episode, but, you know, in order to run paid traffic profitably, you have to you have to earn, you know, uh, you have to earn dollars. And there's no better way to do it than earning a high dollar uh, on a high dollar margin on every on every product. Set. Right. Um, so so when you have these high ticket. It, it, does that mean that the the individual product itself is expensive, or does that mean that you're selling batches of high, like high batches of of products? No, it's it, it, you know we're specifically focusing on things that cost at least five hundred dollars, preferably north of a thousand dollars. We do have uh, and up to fifteen thousand dollars, and and we're we're it doesn't mean that. That we don't have accessories that are below a thousand or even below five hundred dollars. Okay. That you know uh, help people, um, you know, um, accessorize whatever it is uh, that they're buying. Um, but the core products are costing you know more than a thousand dollars, and in some cases up to you know five thousand dollars for the core products. Okay. And it is not a volume game; it's a high high price core offering. Okay. And and out of all the business models, is this would you say this is the one that has the best dollar margins? Is that the case? Um I I think that the the business model has a combination which has very high business margins. Okay. You know, there are, you know, info products where you have enormous margins, you know, uh um because, you know, essentially information Know, done once is you know has no cost to it. So, but I think you know for for you know center of the fairway strategies, mm. you know, this has very high uh, per unit margins for sure. Okay, great. Yeah. So, so the next factor that you've taught, and you were mentioning this earlier in this episode, is just you have the ability to add value to your product. Um, right. Can you can you say a little bit more about why that's such a big deal in today's market for you? Yeah, I mean, there, there's re- there's really there's really two reasons principally. Yeah. yeah, you know, first of all, to get people to pull out the credit card, you have to establish yourself as a niche authority, and you know, and you know, the the way you do that is by you know uh, providing. Um, you know, on-page advice for people, whether that is video, which we do, or whether that is buying guides, which we do, whether that is incredibly extensive, um, you know, product or brand or collection or brand pages, which we do, um, and, you know, other articles. And, you know, it's kind of a virtual cir- uh, circle here, because if you do that, you're going to rank well, uh, you know, in SEO terms, and Google's going to, you know, uh, rank you well, and you're going to get a lot of organic traffic. So, you know, when you start to develop links to to um, where suppliers, you know, list you on their website or other blogs or uh, uh, YouTube reviews, 
uh, uh, you know, refer to you. When you start to develop, you know, that because you are a, an authority in the niche, you know, you build the organic traffic component. And one of the beauties of this niche authority strategy is in addition to having money to be able to have paid traffic, you also have a phenomenal amount of organic traffic. We have sites right now where, where our organic traffic, you know, is, is greater than our, our paid traffic. Uh, or, or, you know, right around as high as our, our, our paid traffic. And, you know, that, that, you know, I don't think that's going to go away yeah. because the, the, the quality of the content is, is good quality. You know, in, you know, 2019 now, you no longer can get crummy articles written by <laughs> non-native English speakers that mm-hmm. don't add value. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you, you know, there's no gaming Google like there was maybe a few years ago, yeah. um, you know, which was a strategy. And so you really have to add value. And I don't think the value of our, of our, you know, of our contact is going to be diminished by small changes in, or whatever changes Google makes, because I think it, you know, it's really is thought. So okay. people like it. And so you have the ability to add value through all of those methods. Yeah. Okay. Great. Another value that you mentioned about the high ticket drop shipping is is that it leads to multiple sources of traffic. And uh, yeah, we we, we yeah. kind of just covered we just kind of covered did, that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I'm probably, sorry for jumping ahead. There. Oh no, that's fine. That's yeah. The the, uh, the the reality is that the the more value you add through the all the means that I just mentioned, the just you're just naturally going to garner uh, organic traffic. And, you know, your, you know, your, the, the results that Google shows you feeds you ideas for your content. And you, you know, you, you, you see why people are coming to your website and it becomes incredibly uh, generative and, you know, you're able to leverage all of, all of this. And so, you know, the, you know, the beauty is that you're not beholden to one source. You know, you have no master. You know, you, you're not owned by Google. You're not owned by Amazon. You have organic traffic. You have Google traffic. You have YouTube traffic. You could use, uh, you know, other means of traffic too. Right. And, you know, you know, you're, you're not dependent on Amazon. And to a large extent, you, you, uh, you know, you're, you know, Google is your friend. Because you're you're ranking well organically, right, right. Um, so let's jump ahead to, to this this next thing, which is which is kind of unique, is that you're dealing with branded products, not non non name brand products. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. so with uh, you know, I think one of the tenets of high ticket drop shipping is to um, focus on things where um, you know people will pull out their credit card readily because. They are either passionate about it, maybe it's a hobby, or it's something that's required mm-hmm. uh, in their daily life around the household. You know, we we love household products. I've said it before. Americans are crazy spending money in their, in their house, but most people can't name a lot of the brands of the things that they own in their house. Mm-hmm. But they can distinguish between what they like and what they don't like, and they will do some research before they spend, you know, a thousand or two thousand or three thousand dollars for something that's important to them. But they may not know going in exactly who all, what all of the options are. So unlike, you know, an iPhone, which people absolutely must have and they won't have anything else, these brands are brands that, you know, maybe 
take a, you know, they're an acquired taste, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they acquire an affinity for them. And you have an ability to position these brands through the authority that you establish and give people, you know, very straightforward product reviews and talk about the pros and cons of each of the products so that people can, can, can choose, um, you know, what they're looking for. Do they want something that is feature and quality rich or do they want something that is more entry level? And, um, you know, it's incredibly valuable. And, you know, once you're uh, able to, you know, kind of establish that authority, um, you know, through offering, you know, kind of, uh, you know, all different types of content and different you know, answering different questions people have, you know, you'll, you'll engender a lot of loyalty. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's, it, it's, you know, you know, let's just juxtapose that with, you know, kind of the low end of the spectrum, which is stuff that, you know, comes from China and costs 29 to $79 that FBA sellers sell. And where there's very little, you know, my tag is red and your tag is blue and my silicone barbecue gloves are better than your you know, barbecue tongs or something like that. I, I don't think there's, yeah. you know, there's, you know, there's, I think that's hard to do. That mm-hmm. you can't, I think that's, that's just a whole different, um, yeah. you know, a whole different uh, view of the world than, than, than our world. Right. Right. Great. Um, and then we got to talk about the, um, the ugly duckling. So high ticket drop shipping is currently the ugly duckling in the crowd. So what do you mean yeah. by that? <laughs> Well, I was going back and forth with the CEO of a uh, of a, a website broker the other day, and you know, um, I referred to him uh, someone to sell a website, and uh, we we're talking about it, and he kind of said, "Well, you know, yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's a wonderful site, and it's incredibly well set up, and it's almost on autopilot, and it really is almost on autopilot." But it's a drop shipping site. Okay. And so the reality is today, and it's been this way for, you know, a few years, a couple of years at least, that drop shipping sites are just not the, 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 the darling today. The darling today is probably FBA sites. You know, um, the, you know, Amazon affiliate sites have, have been popular. Amazon has driven, you know, made lots of people millionaires. And, you know, there's no reason for that to, 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 to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are people looking at those and, and, you know, drop shipping sites are boring, but you know what? Um, I got brands, they don't have brands. And, you know, at some point, um, you know, there's not, you know, there's, there's going to be people that are far enough ahead of the curve that, you know, our organic traffic is going to make it difficult for new entrants to come in. And, you know, my high ticket strategy is going to, beat out the, the lower ticket strategies that the FBA sellers and the Amazon affiliate sellers, um, you know, I think are, are, uh, are, are promoting. Okay. And so, um, yeah, so I kind of like the fact that it's an out of favor um, uh, strategy. Um, I'm sure heck, sure as heck happy. I'm not competing with, you know, you know, tons of buyers every time a site comes on the market. Um, right. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a first call for you know on, you know at least a few different people when you know when a certain type of site 
comes up uh, on their, on their uh, you know, on their, you know, from one of their one of their potential sellers, I'm a first call and that's great. It's not like, you know, I have to beg my way to get in front of the line. So, you know, right. it's kind of a nice thing to be, you know, yeah. to be, uh, to have the ability to, when a site is listed to take, uh, be able to take a look at it, watch the earnings come in for a few days. And it's mm -hmm. not like, you know, you have to act today or tomorrow or it's gone. Okay. So right. I, I call it, I call it the ugly duckling strategy. Right. So maybe I'm, maybe I'm overstating that, but that's okay. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. So as we look across, I mean, there's, there's plenty of, plenty of reasons to get into this high ticket drop shipping. Um, just to kind of sum up what we're talking about, if, if someone's, you know, just still kind of hesitant. What's kind of your your last sales pitch for high ticket dropshipping? Yeah, well, so look, I mean, I, I just barely scratched the surface, okay. and we're working on a webinar where you know I've got a whole bag of of uh, what I think are you know fundamental strengths of of uh, high ticket dropshipping, and we're going to go into the nuances and make I think an overwhelming case. For people to invest in 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 this uh, business model, and this barely scratches the surface. I think these are obvious ones that aren't nuanced that you know that I think people can generally agree with. But if you're if you want to hear the the overwhelming business case, we'll we'll be releasing uh, a webinar where we where we dive a lot deeper into not only the the uh, the characteristics. They make this, you know, I think overwhelmingly popular. But then this whole this whole strategy of um, developing, you know, kind of niche authority sites, and and you know why that is so powerful, you know, for the next ten years yeah. in terms of you know capturing what I think is the big trend and what I've referred to on the website as the opportunity of a lifetime, because I think e-commerce is the opportunity of life, and so. If you're not in it already, you got to get in it. There's there are no lower risk ways to do it than through high ticket drop shipping. In my mind, uh, there's a ton of ways to add value, which we're gonna continue to talk about. You know, not only on this podcast but also on the the, the webinar we're gonna do for people that want to have it in a more condensed fashion and more programmatically delivered. So, you know that that's you know that that's where we're going. Okay, great, Ian. This was. This was a lot of fun to do the deep dive. Um, <laughs> this was really informative. Thank you so much. This was great. Yeah. Ryan, look, it's always a pleasure. I, I hope it helps. And I look forward to uh, carrying on the conversation. It's obviously something I'm passionate about. And it's been, you know, it's been uh, an amazing ride for us. And, uh, you know, we look forward to uh, continuing the, the conversation for everybody that's listening and is like-minded. You know, come join our VIP Facebook group and um and and get into the conversation okay great all right well thanks a lot ian we'll talk to you later thank you all right folks there you have it that wraps up my conversation with ian bond of professional website investors he shared a ton of valuable insights and advice today on why you should consider investing in high ticket drop shipping websites we also shared some tools and resources which will all be linked up in the show notes at professionalwebsiteinvestors.com i hope you enjoyed our conversation please consider subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review in your favorite podcast directory. Until next time, best of luck in all that you do, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Professional Website Investor Podcast.